Android Lindsay. You host the Batch Report in the USA. You also recap. Bachelor Australia, Bachelorette Australia, Bachelor in Paradise too. Happy holidays to you. It's a great track. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Batch Report. This episode, we will be talking about the last few episodes of Bachelor in Paradise Season 9, which I can't believe that it's already Bachelor in Paradise Season 9. I know. I can't believe we're talking about the finale. Which I was listening to a podcast that Blake was on just like the past couple weeks. And he was talking about why Bachelor in Paradise couples are more successful post-show. Oh, yeah? And it's because when you're on like a normal season, you have very limited time with like the Bachelorette, right? It's like, oh, you might get like a date that lasts a few hours or you get like 20 minutes at the cocktail party or 10 minutes at this or like you're like scrambling for time. And then you're like, oh, we have to talk about really important things every conversation because like I have very limited time. Whereas on Bachelor in Paradise, you literally have all day, every day. Yeah. And you have unlimited amounts of time with whoever you want. So when you're pursuing someone, you can spend 20 hours a day with that person and like It gives you time to like open up and be more like authentic in yourself versus just like, oh, we got to talk about these really important topics because if we don't, we're going to get engaged and we're not going to know these things. And then like, it's all going to blow up. Yeah. So you can get like a natural, no more natural feeling relationship. Yeah. Okay. So we are not going to go in any particular order. We're just going to talk about the main events leading up to the finale. And then after we talk about our sponsor, we'll tell you about the finale yeah okay first up let's talk about tyler and mercedes i thought that they were actually very cute together until the truth box came around and someone clued in mercedes that maybe tyler's just not into her yeah and also mercedes left somebody for tyler i mean mercedes has kind of hopped around a little bit just like yeah but remember she was with was it will or is that who she was? was with Will for a while. Yeah. And so Will, that was hard because Will was having a rough time and she kind of made him feel comfortable. And then she ditched him for Tyler. Tyler. So and it's not very nice. people are basically like, oh, Tyler's basically just using you to stick around. And she didn't want to believe it, but she sits down and talks to Tyler and he's like, oh, yeah, I don't feel a spark with you at all. And she's like, well, like, why? why are we in a relationship? Like, why are we trying to see how this is going to work if you don't feel any spark? And he's like, I mean, it could grow over time. I don't know. And she's like, but you just said you don't feel a spark with me. Like, what are they doing? And it made it very clear that Tyler wasn't actually interested in having any kind of relationship with her outside of paradise. Yeah, which is sad because I thought Tyler was like, not that type person to do that, but... But, you know... Paradise does things to people, too. It does. Um, So, that relationship obviously crumbles and breaks apart. Tyler just goes home. Yeah, that was like the quickest fizzling relationship I've ever seen. I wouldn't say the quickest fizzling, because 
as we'll mention, we'll just skip right to it. Um, well, first off, Rachel was with Tanner. And I was like, eh, decent couple. I prefer her with Brayden, but like, okay, cool. She's with Tanner. But then they have the roast episode and Tanner basically says, oh, we were all excited to find out that there was an ex-bachelorette that was going to be here. We were just disappointed to see that it was Rachel and not Gabby. Mistake. Which was obviously something that she's like really self-conscious about. Yeah. And they're supposed to be in a relationship. So she did not take that well at all. But she also goes on a date with Jordan, who was her first one-on-one date on her season, the race car driver. So he comes in, she goes on a date with Jordan, and then she's like, oh, wow, like, I'm really hitting it off with Jordan. I actually felt like the date was very similar to how their time was on the on her season. Where, like, she is very attracted to him physically, but they really have nothing past, like, a base friendship kind of Yeah, she's just like, thing. oh, it's nice to try to rekindle this thing that I already decided wasn't for me. But then she, like, convinced herself that maybe it was for her, and then she then discovered it wasn't. Yeah, well, then Tanner tries to, like, woo her. And then that's when the roast happens. So after the roast, Jordan V goes and hits it off with Mercedes, or, like, tries to hit on Mercedes. Which, like, he obviously was like, well, things aren't going to work with Rachel. Might as well try with someone else. Which, coming in this late to paradise, just... I didn't know. I kind of felt like it could have worked out with Rachel. But, like, why would Rachel want to be with somebody who's going around hitting on other women? You know? Yeah. I think she has more, like, self-worth than that. Because she left after the roast. Because she got bashed pretty hard. Well, she went to the rose ceremony. And it got to the point where she was supposed to give out her rose. And then just decided to leave instead. And I was like, good for her. Yeah. A lot of people left before the rose ceremony this time around. I respect that. I do too. So another person who left was Blake. Blake had a rough go. I actually don't know why Blake um, couldn't make something work because like he was just like pouty the whole season. Not really. He was with Jess the whole season. He was with Jess, but he was like broody. I think he's just a broody dude. Okay. But he was like having a little bit of trouble with Jess as it was because she's just very young. And I think she was just moving very slowly. I don't think, I don't like it when people just go, oh, they're really young. And that's like their excuse for not trying to make something work. No, no, no. I'm just saying that's not an excuse for him, but I think that's why they were having some incompatibility issues. The fact that he's 10 years older, I think makes it a little bit harder. And I feel like she was in a weird spot and it got even weirder when Katie, his ex fiance rolls in. Yeah. I think this is the tipping point for him. And you could tell that he was not expecting her to show up. That was like the last person he wanted to see. And like they had not spoken in two years. It did not end on a good note. Yeah. The fact that she was dating someone else from their season, like literally less than a month after they broke up. You could tell that he was like pretty pissed about it. Yeah. He probably didn't want to have those awkward conversations on camera. So I did 
listen to that podcast episode that I mentioned and in it they were like oh like what were you feeling like looking back because like hindsight's like 2020 and he was like anxiety yeah because when you haven't seen someone in two years and you're like well what are they gonna say like and like did they make it in their head that I'm the bad guy are they gonna say really bad things about me to somebody like you don't know because it's been two years yeah and it's like they could say anything and it's like someone that you were really intimate with that can just like blow up anything they want if they choose to. Because they know a bunch of passionate things about you. Yeah. Vulnerable things. Yeah. So I think that's really hard because they hadn't had any kind of conversation. And he thought he knew her and then she's off with some stud. And he's like, and she's known for being someone who likes to ruffle feathers and kind of like make people uncomfortable and yeah, like do that thing. So I guess he said he ended up being appreciative of the conversation they had and felt like it was a good conversation and way to clear the air. But I like, thought it was too kind of a bad place, but good conversation. Yeah. And probably a conversation they wouldn't have had if it wasn't prepared. Oh, no way. She would never have had that conversation if she wasn't being paid to be there. Yeah. That's another thing is I had heard something with her where she was talking about how she had already signed a contract for F boy Island before she even went on paradise, but the paradise producers didn't know that. So she was going on the show just to fulfill that contract and to make the money they offered her to go on the show. Uh, and she knew she lot. wasn't going to find love. Like she wasn't going to start a relationship. Yeah. Honestly, the after the roast, I have no clue where she went. She like vanished. And I was like, was she never going to hand out a rose or did she like, did I miss something? In like milliseconds, like I don't know where she, she just went. vanished. Yeah, maybe there was like a small blurb or something we missed. Because I feel like they made it seem like she was there to date. Yeah, but then didn't go on a date or like she was just a guest. But then in that, like, how scammy. Not I feel scammy, like they but like can't how really scummy have... is that to invite her on? Oh, um, we just want to pay you a lot of money to have an awkward conversation with your ex fiance, um, then host a roast to make everyone else uncomfortable, and then just leave. Yeah, no joke. I do feel like they would have made a bigger deal about another bachelorette coming on. They did. They like shared that all season. Like that was a teaser all season. It was like, oh, how many bachelorettes are going to be on yeah. this season? Like. So it's kind of like weird because they had Charity come on and then Hannah B came on and it's like they've been pitching like, oh, there's so many bachelorettes coming on this season. But most of them are just as a like one off hosting a day kind of thing. Just guests. And you're like, that's lame. A lot of people were really confused about Hannah B coming on because they were like, she's engaged. They're like, she's engaged, but she's like the golden bachelorette yeah like jess kept calling her the taylor swift of bachelor nation yeah the taylor <laughs> swift of, right huh. uh, okay so obviously jess is in like this weird kind of scrambly place now that blake's gone yeah right it's kind of like oh where's she gonna get a rose and then brayden's kind of just like hopping around like who can i give a rose to and he does give a rose to olivia as a friendship rose this time around because Cat swoops in on John Henry. Yep. And Andrew's like, they're the perfect couple. They were. I feel like they were like, they fit each other. Like, he's like 
the quiet, more introverted one, and she's more outgoing, but like they work well together and bring out good things in each they other's like each personalities. Other. They like genuinely like each other. Where like a lot of these couples, I'm like, that's infatuation. Yeah. Or it's like, that's surface level, you know? Like the Aaron and Eliza, I don't think is going to work out because he was in distress when he started with her because of the whole charity thing. Well, and I feel like him asking her to be his girlfriend and like everything else on like this first half before the finale was all like, oh man, like charity said these really bad things about me. I need to make sure that she knows that like, I'm not a bad guy. Yeah. So like, I'm going to like smother her with good sounding things. So that there's like a couple people like that. Avon and Kylie are like that Mm -hmm. where it's like, that is not true. Like that's not like not true attraction. That's like just physical. Maybe even for her. I don't know if it's a physical or if it's an obsession thing. Yeah. Olivia then is upset because John Henry was like her match, right? That was her boo. And then now she's like, what am I going to do? So Brayden gives Olivia that friendship rose. And then Michael comes in and Olivia's like, oh my gosh, the whole show is saved. My savior. I'm going to have a ring on this finger. But she like couldn't even remember his name. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's going to work out, Olivia. Olivia is like the funny. <laughs> she's like the comedy of the. Can you imagine if Jill from last season and Olivia were like on the same season together? Yeah, I don't know. They might have conflicting like personalities. Because they're both like dramatic. emotional, dramatic, yeah, over the top. Maybe Olivia watched last season and was like, Jill got a lot of screen time. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if Olivia that. wants the screen time. You know who's gotten very little screen time? Sam. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird because on Canadian Batch, she was like... The most screen time. Yeah. Also, she was like a little belligerent. <laughs> like she was very outgoing. And I found her to be very like almost meek. Yeah, it's it was weird. It was weird seeing her almost like uncomfortable. Yeah. And she got with Peter who like no one really wanted at that point. And like he was just around and she's like, yeah, he's single. I'll take him. Yeah. And then. And then he's like, somebody actually wants me. And then she it, just is like, you're not for me. And like left. Yeah. Which I found that to be kind of cool because she was just knew that it wasn't going to work out anyway. Okay. So we are going to take a quick second and talk about this week's sponsor. And then we'll be back to talk about the finale. If you haven't finished your holiday shopping yet, don't panic. There is still time to find incredible original gifts with the help of Uncommon Goods. Uncommongoods.com has the absolute best gifts for everyone in your life. We're talking moms, dads, teens, in-laws, besties, your one and only, and it's not stuff you can find just anywhere. Uncommon Goods has unique and creative gifts, often handmade by independent artists and makers. So skip the gifts that scream last minute and find something truly original at uncommongoods.com. I've been doing a lot of my Christmas shopping there. I got my mom an awesome murder mystery game that she can play with her friends at like a wine party. I also got a taiyaki making thing to make like those cute little waffle fish. 
Like where can, like, I've never seen a place sell those just out and about while doing holiday shopping. I even found some really cool stocking stuffers for our baby, like some sidewalk chalk that is shaped like dinosaur teeth and they're sparkly and glittery. Super cute, super fun. Uncommon Goods looks for products that are high quality, unique, and often handmade or made in the U.S. They have the most meaningful out of the ordinary gifts anywhere. And if you're looking for something that you don't have to worry about getting lost in the mail, Uncommon experiences are more than virtual classes. They're unexpected opportunities to have fun and connect in new ways from tarot card reading, lunar astrology charting, cooking and mixology classes, crafts, gardening, and so much more. From art and jewelry to kitchen, home, and bar, Uncommon Goods has something for everyone. Not the same lackluster gifts you can find just anywhere. And with every purchase you make at Uncommon Goods, they give back $1 to a nonprofit partner of your choice. They've donated more than $2.5 million to date. To get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash batch report. That's uncommongoods.com slash batch report for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods, we're all out of the ordinary. Welcome back. Time to talk about the finale. So basically, I'm just going to preface this by saying pretty much everyone breaks up just at the beginning. So the couples we're left with after everyone just decides that they're not going to work out are Kat and John Henry, Kylie and Avon, and Aaron and Eliza. And before we get to like fantasy suites, there's a wedding. There's a wedding. Kenny and Mari from, they said two years ago. And I was like, was it really two years ago that they met and got engaged? Yeah. The boy band guy. Yeah. The boy band manager and then Mari, they've been living together for the past two years. They came on, they did their wedding. And it was kind of confusing because they had posted a completely different wedding on social media like months ago. Oh, weird. So I guess they got married in paradise and then had an actual wedding with their friends and family after. That's nice. Yeah. So I was like, that's a cute little wedding. I don't think they needed to televise it, but. It just no. like fits the theme. They're just trying to show like, oh, look, we have so many successful couples. Like they show like a montage of all these couples that are still together from paradise. Yeah. They're like, look, Kevin and Astrid just had another kid. Look, there's Jared and Ashley with their kid. Oh, look, Raven and Adam now have two kids. Like it looks good for them to promote that. Okay. So let's talk about Kylie and Avon first. Someone we didn't really touch on too much the first half. So Kylie and Avon, I feel like she wants something really serious and he's kind of like, I want to be able to just drop you whenever I want to drop you. Which he doesn't say in like that many words, but that's definitely the vibe we're getting. Yeah. And she's like, has to make a decision if she wants to be okay with that. Yeah, because he makes it pretty clear that he's not getting engaged considering that that's the reason that he and Rachel broke up on her season was him not ready for a commitment. Yeah. So like, yeah, big surprise. Avon's not ready. Avon probably shouldn't be going on marriage shows. So he and Kylie do leave together, but in a relationship, then he posted the day of the finale and was like, Oh, we're so happy. It was so worth it. To like stay together. I found my person. And then she posts like the next day and is like, um, 
after that post, like basically she'd gotten a bunch of messages from women that he had cheated on her with. Uh. And she was like, I'm going to be taking a break from social media and obviously piecing my life back together. But break from social media and Avon. <laughs> Forever. Yeah. yeah. She basically said they broke up and now she's figuring out her life. Because they've been living together for the past several months. That's scummy. Yeah. It's really shady. So boo Avon. We don't want him back on Paradise. Yeah. Let him go on. What's that one that? F-Boy Island. F-Boy Island. Yeah. <laughs> let him go on there. Um. Okay. So next couple to discuss Aaron and Eliza. I actually feel like, like we mentioned earlier, he kind of was going through the motions to prove that he's not a bad guy. Yeah. And I think he wanted like the redeeming edit, like, Oh, he didn't get the great edit he wanted on the bachelorette. So he's going to go on bachelor in paradise and he's going to have that redemption arc and everyone's going to love Aaron after. Right. But he's still not likable in this edit either. And they leave engaged. I feel like his proposal was kind of weird because he's like, your breakfast, two eggs, scrambled, well-cooked. And you're like, okay, so you like paid attention to one thing and decided to use it in your proposal to make it sound like you just really know everything about her. They just don't. They can't know everything about each other. So and, I don't know. I'm curious to see where that goes. It could be. Well, he could want to. They already it said at the end that they're working through their issues. Yeah. Anytime you say working through their issues, that's not a great sign. Yeah. Like if they're not like, like, oh, they're still happily engaged a few months later. It's like, oh, they're working on it. Or just like, we don't know if they're happy, but they're engaged. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So a couple that I was kind of surprised got engaged but are still very happily together are Kat and John Henry. And I'm not surprised because I don't think they're well suited. I am surprised because they got together so late in the show. Yeah. And left engaged versus in a relationship. Yeah. I think that they're a really cute couple. And I think they're probably the most likely to be successful from this entire season. For sure. So I'm happy for them. Go Kat and John Henry. I hope they have lots of cute little water welder babies. Okay. And then one last couple I want to discuss that weren't shown in the finale because she was not on paradise is so Brayden got together with Christina from Zach's season. Okay. She was like the mother. She was actually in a Taylor Swift music video Yeah. when she was younger. Fun huh. fact. Um, and he and Christina started dating and he like has been hanging out with her and her daughter. And I think they're living together and they've been like happily in a relationship for months now. That's nice. I like Braden. I think, I mean, I know he comes off a certain way or whatever, but like he's kind of quirky in his own way. So like the entire of the entirety of charity season and the first half of paradise, I was like, Braden, I hate Braden. Why? So annoying. And I have to say the longer Paradise went on, the more I didn't mind him. And I feel like he was actually like a very good friend to a lot of people. Yeah. And I think where the turning point for me is the date with Rachel. 
that he went on when I was like, that's actually a cute couple. And you kind of got to see more of his actual, like, genuine personality coming she out. She left him, though. Oh, no. I, I don't care about who left him. Oh, okay. I'm saying that's when you finally saw his genuine personality versus him acting out for cameras, I think. Right. And from there on out, like, when he, like, gave Olivia the friendship bros and things like that, you kind of saw, like, the good side of Brayden. Yeah. Well, it's no, ho- it's no, like, small feat to be yourself in front of cameras, you know? Yeah. Like, it's hard. Like, if a camera's on you, you're always, like, wanting to make a funny face or... Or cause drama for a yeah, little Yeah, or if you're an actor, then I guess you can figure out. You have I to get past that, too. I feel like he was just kind of trying to, like, ruffle feathers for the first half. It would be very funny, or not funny, but, like, it'd be very entertaining to see him and Joey... Space Cowboy Joey from Canada, like on a season together. Yeah. But Joey's obviously engaged. Yeah. And like happily in that relationship still. But it would have been very entertaining to see them on a show together. Yeah. Sounds like they're both doing good. Yeah. I mean, Paradise was all in all pretty successful in Canada and the U.S. this year. So we are going to be back in just a few days for that Golden Bachelor roundup that we keep promising but you know bachelor in paradise was so consuming (laughs) Uh, so we'll be back with the golden batch and then bachelors australia has now begun so we will be recapping that in a few weeks after the holidays till then